Telemetry recovered. Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. Tonight, we are joined by Andrew Slash Frank. Good evening. <laughs> joined by Tone Star. Bonjour. Who is wearing a RC Explorer shirt. Look Slightly at me. Slightly better than the, the flight test shirt. Yeah. I'm having a flashback. I know. And we are joined by Alex Greaves tonight. How's it going, everybody? I said grief. I said I keep saying adding the S. I'm so sorry. I such a bad habit. Ah, whatever. It's just like I don't know. I just learned it as you know. Don't matter. You know how much we love you, though. It's not like we do it on purpose. Not enough to, to remember my name properly, <laughs> properly but yeah, yeah I just I, you know, I just use all your antennas. Do you know what I mean? That's I just it. got. I just well, that's bought good enough. <laughs> two more here. Oh, favorite they are, Jack, aren't they? Rip, yeah, I had to rip the. Massive cases off them. I'm running out. It's getting oh, harder and dang. harder and harder to get hold of the old school ones. Is that the Ion? No, it's the Minion. Minion. What? Mini yeah. Ion. So, oh. so this them. and this is the MMCX version. Um, an email went out not five minutes ago announcing dealers may order these. Um, really? This weighs 2.2 grams, um, 2.25 dBIC, so it's high gain, and it is tiny. I mean, if I put my thumb in front of it, you can't see it. <laughs> it's smaller than the tip of my thumb. So there are a few versions of it. Um, you know, I was like, oh, you got to strip that big, heavy case off it. I'm like, yeah, well, don't worry about it. So that's the SMA version right there. Um you know, it still comes with a finger wrench and everything. And this one is about five grams. And then we're also going to do a UFL uh, version for the UFL guys. I've been, people have been begging me to do UFL. And I really want to avoid it like the plague because I don't like the connector. But if, if mm. people want it, we'll do it. How expensive UFL connector crimping thing? Um. It's so expensive, just, isn't it? It's well, like, yeah, but that, you, that's why you solder them because oh, soldering's better. Well, the the soldering is better, so they they're crimped and then they're soldered because this connector tends to pull out, and that's yeah. the problem. The the thing is, is the crimper is, is two stage. It pushes the the thing down in the die, then it comes over, um, and and a, and a piece drops down over the top. The problem is that the cable isn't soldered underneath; it won't grab. Or you'll think it'll grab and it won't. So you actually solder the cable twice. You solder it before you put the UFL in. Put the UFL in, crimp it, then you re-solder to be sure it doesn't come out. Um, right. But can even you, then, they're weak. Can you get a, a hand crimping, two separate hand crimping tools, or has it got to be that uniform machine with twist? No, you can do it. You can do, we do hand crimping. I mean, hand crimping is just, it's fine. It's just a pain in the butt. You just got to put it in two tools. I can't um, imagine where you get those tools from. Um, deep dark China. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing is that's the only place you can get them from. Me, you can't go on like even Elcom doesn't sell that stuff, and Hyperlink and Pasternak they don't sell that stuff. And those are your big RF uh, distributors. So you, you pretty much go, okay, let's find a factory that's making UFL connectors and have them send us a tool. That's oh, pretty man, much it. I can't imagine. <laughs> we need to sell that paste though, Jack. Look. What the glue stuff? Yeah, you can't. I tried putting it in a little baggie for Bradders, and it it dried. The yeah. KS one eight five or whatever. Yeah, I've had about like twenty people like message me. Uh, where's the link from that? So someone on eBay is just like, what the? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I had a stock of five, and <laughs> they've all gone. Oh yeah, yeah. 
It's quite funny. Well, I mean, that's what that's that's what happens when you get something that, that goes well. This this antenna, luckily, that I'm I'm releasing here is uh, we've got enough. Uh, we've actually got a fairly decent stockpile of them now, so mm. we can actually fill orders fairly fast. And I, I and I say fairly fast as in, though we've got a stockpile, they're not all finished all the way um, because I had mm. to buy an ultrasonic welder to weld the cap together. Um, and so we have like 500 or so, probably more than that, that don't have the cap welded on. So we've got to put them through the welder and then finish them. But yeah, so, but, uh, one of the things that I've been doing, uh, and I've been making, I've been, I've been fairly public about it. I'm actually going through my entire product line and redesigning everything. Yeah. I, uh, I wrote that on the blog post. Yeah. Everything. Uh, yeah. Um, and so there's, you know, it all started basically with the ion, you know, you needed a smaller, um, circularly polarized antenna. So, um, I came up with the ion, which happens to be the highest gain circularly polarized, uh, omnidirectional, uh, single omnidirectional antenna available. Um, and so that was the idea. I made a small high gain. And then, uh, I went back to the drawing board and said, how can I make that even smaller? And then of course the following, which will come out and, uh, uh, you'll probably be available in stores in about a week or two is the minion, which is mini ion. One mm -hmm. of the girls that uh, works for me came up with that one. So that's, um, you know, an even smaller version. Um, the ion will eventually get a rev two. Um, I got the prototype covers in the second generation uh, rev two covers because the first one didn't work. Um, and it seems, it seems like everything is pretty good. So, I, you know, as soon as we finish testing, we'll hit the go button to produce them. Um, similar specs to the ion, but on a longer cable, a um, little bit smaller antenna head, not by much, um, but on a longer cable, mainly uh, geared towards receivers. You know, a lot of people like to mount the antenna on their goggles. And if that antenna can clear your head, that's, that's always better for signals. Yeah, so. You made one for uh, steel, didn't you? A longer yes. Yeah, but that was that was a Rev One. That was a, a first generation. This is just um, this is this the Rev Two is a. It's not really much higher performance. Maybe a little bit. It's just a lot easier to manufacture. Um, and the cases are the covers are going to be welded together. So that's coming. Um, so even the Ion is, is getting uh, is getting revamped already. Another one that's coming out in, in I don't know probably three months or so is called the Switchblade. And uh, good luck blade. importing that to the UK. <laughs> well, the switchblade is an antenna, it's an omnidirectional antenna where you can reverse the rotation. You might have so, to do the whole Elon Musk thing of like not a switchblade. Yeah. Well, so the uh, I don't even I don't know if I have a I have like 3D printed parts um, that aren't going to fit. But yeah, you might so, as well call it the Ninja Star in the 80s. <laughs> well, what happens with the switchblade is you've got this you, everybody's got these cheap stock whips that come with their yep. receivers and that they're terrible but what we do is we take these and we tune them so that they work properly then i we may we're going to manufacture this cover that'll slide over top of it turning it circularly polarized and i've already demonstrated it working um you know that was oh gosh i switchcraft alex kill it with fire yeah so <laughs> that makes all those people that have, um, you know, you know, that want a cheap circularly polarized antenna, um, that have the stock whip, the cap's going to be like five or six dollars. Drop it on your whip, and it actually turns circular. 
but the cap is only going to be as good as the whip on, underneath it. So, um, you know, we get we get whips, the same whips that everybody else buys, but we have the manufacturer make them a little bit differently. Mm. So, and then we get them in, um, dismantle them, tune them because they're never tuned right. Tune them in, and then we're going to be manufacturing these caps, which will have a, a a set of parasitic elements inside it. So that what happens, the dipole will emit. And then there'll be a cage inside here of free floating wires that twist and direct the signal to turn it rotational. So Sick. that's coming out. Um, even, even started coming out with some control stuff too. Uh, the, the good old pepper box and crosshair. Yep. Those are getting redesigned too. I shouldn't say getting redesigned. They've been redesigned. Um, <laughs> um, I, I love that. Chat. I love it. I wish you in the chat asked if you were going to, make a new uh blue beam ultra 2.4 uh the blue beam ultra is getting replaced by the blue beam pro and mm -hmm. the parts are on their way oh, <laughs> to yes. prototype them so the blue beam pro is a different style of antenna um it's not going to be the folded wires anymore it's going to be um so uh, you're probably familiar with the tbs triumph yeah so i took the tbs triumph um and used uh, a different type of element. Um, and so if you've seen uh, posts from TBS, you've seen that they have that diamond antenna I designed. Mm -hmm. or, okay. The so folded dipole. Right. Well, so take a TBS triumph, give it five elements, and make the elements this. Or this, if you want. This is the ah. 433 version. That's a 2.4 version. These are coming out probably in three to four, uh, probably two to three weeks. This is the microwave diamond for 2.4, for 2.4 control. And that's the 433 megahertz version. So this is, so for the, it's, it's long range is getting to be popular again. I've got an upgraded antenna for the UHF systems. Um, obviously, Trappy has the 900 megahertz for his crossfire. So this is for 433. Um, Simple upgrade for your 2.4 antenna. And then the Bluebeam Pro will use elements just like these in a five-point configuration uh, similar to the TBS Triumph. So it's a similar style. You've been very busy. Yeah, that's not, and, and by the way, I haven't even mentioned all the stuff I'm doing. This is just this is this is just like half of it. So yeah, it's and and the thing is, is what what initially prompted this was you know the need for a smaller uh, uh, 5.8 gigahertz Omni um, and a higher performance one at that. So that, you know, it started with the ion and then to make it smaller, we did the minion. But the truth is um, a certain vendor, what really kickstarted this, a certain vendor made me very angry. <laughs> um, and so what happened, and uh, they'll remain nameless, but I'm sure some, it won't take very long before you figure out who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Sorry. They decided that they would copy my work or go to somebody to copy my work and then become a competitor. Hmm. So, which, you know, if you want to be a, if you want to be a manufacturer of antennas, fine, but don't use my work to do it. Um, and it was my second biggest vendor at the time. And so I said, you know, look, you've got to make it obvious that it's not a copy. At least I said, I change the cover. Change the cover so it's not an obvious copy, and I will, you know, I'll pay for it. I'll actually pay for a new mold 
before this comes out so nobody ever has to know. Just change the mold. At the very least, I'd rather you change the internals because it's pretty obvious. Um, and I had a couple of discussions and uh, they basically said, no, we're not going to do that. And I said, look, this is going to be the worst decision you'll ever make business-wise. I promise you that. I, I'm not going to tell you what I, my plan is. I expect you to change it. They didn't. So in light of that, when their uh, copy came out, um, you know, uh, the deal is, is every antenna that I design after the release of that copy, they are not allowed to have, which means every single product I am manufacturing in the near future. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm basically redoing my entire product line. Um, one of them is, one, you know, one of them is the product that they copied upgraded an upgraded version of what they copied. It's like, look, if you would have gone to somebody who knew what they were doing, they could have done this had they knew what they were doing, but instead you decided to copy. Mm. That's not right. Mm. So my intent is like, look, you could sell everything that you've sell of mine currently. And that's not a problem, but uh, anything that's new, which is everything I'm doing just about now. No. And you, I don't care how big of a vendor you are. You can kiss my butt. I don't care. Good for you. Well, I, had a, I, I, I had a guy uh, falling with style text me and said, can you ask him what he thinks about clones, but you'll just say everything <laughs> now. So, well, yeah. look, the truth is, is there's, there, there, there are different levels of clones. Um, there are ones that are directly, if, if you would clone my work and take it to another industry, that's not right, but I'm not going to exactly jump down your throat about it. It's like, well, you're not you're not really competing with me. You just took my work, which is published. Hmm. Um, some of it is, at least. Especially if, if you took my published work, then go for it. You know, whatever. Hmm. But when you when you take somebody's work and then use it to attempt to put them out of business with their own work, that's wrong. It's it's wrong on many levels. It's not that oh, it's a cheap copy. It's like. Well, they did a lot of work, whether it's an antenna, a, a video transmitter, a, a frame, a motor, it doesn't matter. They've put a lot of work in and they've had a lot of trial and error to that. I mean, my prototyping cost so far this year of all this new product is $14,000 and I haven't even sold the first one yet. So yeah, that's my prototyping cost, 14 grand and I haven't sold one yet. Now, granted, hopefully tomorrow I'll start selling um, and recover some of that investment. But yeah, so so when you take that, it's like you're skipping all of that cost. $14,000 worth of cost, you're skipping all that because you can just copy it and then release it at a lower price because you're now manufacturing it in China versus a developed country and that kind of stuff. And you don't ever have, and, and guess what? They, they did the marketing for you because they amped up this product, whatever it was. And look, I have a copy that's cheaper because I don't have to pay for the advertising nor do I have to pay for the R&D. And that's mm. one of the biggest problems I have with clones is they don't just seek to take the product. They seek to take everything away from the in innovator. But then you look at the, the, the worst type of clone. That's a fake. And I see these all the time on eBay and Amazon. In fact, most things you're going to buy FPV related on eBay and Amazon are fakes. Uh, I had a guy... And this happens about every week or so. I, somebody breaks a TBS Triumph and they go, hey, this shouldn't have broken. Or what the heck is this in here? This isn't right. And no it's, like, and stuff like, it's like, it's a fake. And, I, and I, I, I have them take pictures of it. And I look at it and go, oh, they didn't quite copy me right, right there. It's a fake. You know, and I can point out a fake once it's broken open because they didn't do it right. 
there was a TBS Triumph that had five of the uh, five elements in it instead of eight. You know, um, the guy's like, "No, they're not in there. Look," and he's showing me the cover. He's like, "Huh? I wonder if that got messed up." And I was like, "Take a zoom in on the board real quick," and he didn't. Like, ah, the S curve is reversed. It's a fake. You know, I, I, I there's a micro strip where I did an S curve, and it's like it's a fake. So. Uh, that's that's a really big problem because now there are these seemingly authentic ones out there that aren't even even they're 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 claiming to be authentic that are absolute fakes, you know. Um, so if you see something out there that's going for a really low price on Amazon or eBay, it's a fake. If mm. it's cheaper on eBay or Amazon than you can get it from an FPV vendor, I promise you it's a fake. I promise you that because Amazon charges so much. For warehousing, probably 40%, 30 to 40% of the cost of the product is Amazon's warehousing charge. So compared to, you know, most dealers are being offered anywhere between 20 and 30% um, markup. Um, so if, if Amazon could sell it cheaper, if it's sell cheaper on Amazon, that means the vendor, whoever the dealer got or the, the salesperson the got source, it, yeah. which, means it's, which means it's a fake. Mm. So, um, that's that's one of the more than clones fakes are are, are what really really upset me um but there and there's very very little you can do about it i mean amazon doesn't really do much to check that neither does ebay they're just they just kind of say well you have to prove to us that that's that's a fake mm. um and, yeah, and they don't know anything about it well, it doesn't, and that doesn't matter to them because if you say there's a fake and you can't sell it, they're losing money. They they don't want you to prove to them it's a fake. So you're already um, fighting against a lot of inertia by yeah. with that. So you you have to go through a lot of work to shut down these fakes. So uh, what I decided to do with all the product I'm releasing now, I'm patenting all of it. Now I'm writing the patents myself because the Ion patent cost me like seventy five thousand dollars. And by the way. Uh, I just got hit with a bill on um, uh, yesterday for eighteen thousand dollars for this. It's not it's not cheap. Yeah. But the good thing is, is when I see a fake or a clone on Amazon, I can say that's a fake. Take it down. They say, oh, on what grounds? Have an attorney send him a letter. You're going to be billed for every day that's still on your site. Mm. Thank you. Gone. That's how you get rid of it. It's not so much to sue somebody it's to threaten businesses like ebay and amazon when they want to because they're a fake and clone marketplace it's more of a way to get it taken down quickly you know before any damage is done because you know if a lot of what i'm making is very 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 hard to copy accurately in fact you know i banged my head against the desk making the minion for like oh probably three weeks why does it keep failing i couldn't figure it out um, and this is the inventor that's having a hard time doing it. Was it so you can imagine overheating? Yeah. So that's the thing is the instant the fakes start showing up, they aren't going to work. It's going to be blatantly obvious. So the thing is, it's going to give my product a bad name because they're claiming to be mine and they're not. Hmm. Um, so I need to shut that down quickly. And that stinks because that's extra money that I've got to spend to defend my own reputation. Um you know, against somebody who's stealing. They're trying to, they're stealing my work to use it against me, just like most of them do. They have a lot of these clone companies. And then I've got to spend money to go after them so I save my reputation and, you know, save a lot of people that are buying the fakes a headache because they're deceiving everybody. You know, when you buy, I mean, a fake is just deceiving 
everyone. There's no, um, you know, nobody wins except the, the manufacturer of a fake. So for um, our listeners, um, how can they make sure that they're not buying fakes? What don't buy from Amazon or eBay. <laughs> no, seriously, that's because a vendor, a vendors typically try not to, to sell fakes or clones. Some do, but for the most part, vendors try, FPV vendors try to be honest. Um, and you know the ones that aren't. They, 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 they're pretty, it's pretty obvious which ones aren't. Um, but if you're going to buy something from Amazon or eBay, make sure it comes from a reputable dealer. Like, for example, if you're going to buy a TBS Triumph from Amazon, make sure it comes from TBS Avionics, you know, and not, oh, Chung Wen or you know whatever you know, or crazy pony or you know okay these are these are fakes mm. <laughs> you know? crazy pony yeah, yeah crazy <laughs> pony maker fire those are the big ones um mm. but there, there are a bunch of them and the thing is you're trying to buy an authentic you're trying to buy something that works a fake doesn't care they they just have to make it look right and mm. that's the end of it. Like I said, they did a, a TBS Triumph with five elements instead of eight. It didn't work. I'm surprised the guy didn't blow up his transmitter. Um, but he was very disappointed in the performance. So he broke it up. He was like, yeah, you guys forgot to put the other elements in. It's like, no. They were never soldered to the board. And, and so, hmm. And then when, then when I realized that, the, like I said, the uh, microstrip was done backwards. Like, oh, oh, that's a fake. He's like, yeah, I got it off of eBay. Hmm. Maybe there's something to that. So... Mm. Yeah, that's the annoying man. All your work you do. Yeah, well, it, it's. I was talking to a very good friend of mine um, at lunch on uh, Monday, and I said, you know, nothing takes my heart out of it like the the rampant dishonesty in this industry. So mm -hmm. it's. Uh, I, I said it, it's 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 not so much the it, it's it, it's the fact that it's accepted, and and to the level that you know. Clones are okay. No, they're not. You're you're trying to put an innovator out of business with their own product. I mean, it's kind of like me going going to your job and saying, "Hey, oh, you don't need him. I can work for half that price." You know, and just just don't worry. He trained me. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like when somebody hot when you can imagine somebody you're 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 supposed to train somebody at your job. And then they ended up replacing you. You you trained your replacement. That's mm -hmm. what this is. That's what a clone is. A fake is a totally different level, and that's that's what bugs me even more. Yeah, um, that, that happened to me with the work experience boy. At least yeah. if, we, if you're training someone, you're being paid to train them. Mm -hmm. Right. You're like you're paying to like develop the job, and then they're just taking it. Right. Well, that's but that's effectively what a clone does without any payment. Um, and that, that's quite honestly what's happening. Um, and, 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 you know, a lot of people will say, well, I can't afford it. Well, if you can't afford it, why? Okay. I can't afford a Lamborghini, but I'm not going to go find a thief to steal one for me so I can afford it. That's wrong. Okay. And that's, and that's where the clones come from. You know, that, that's why the cloning is wrong. It just imagine you can't pay for it because you don't, whatever. Imagine if somebody came in to your job, you trained them, and then they replaced you, you got fired. That's what a clone does. That's mm. why it's wrong. Um, you know, but what you're- I guess you're probably not saying like, just don't get into FPV, more what you're saying is buy just a generic, you know- Yeah, there's plenty of, there. well, one of the things, one of the things that you look out there is, there's plenty of stuff out there that's that's for a reasonable price. It's not a fake, it's not a clone. This this Ion, the, the Minion that's coming out, it's $15, okay? 
when that's less than the TBS Triumph, that's less than the Spironet, that's less than the Axie. Okay. And guess what? All three of those that I named are made in China. This is made in, this is made 10 minutes down the street from my house at my shop. Okay. And it's 15, it's going to be $15 retail. It's not too terribly expensive to buy an authentic, you know, it, it's, but then when you look at multi-rotor frames, well, you know, they're, they're multi, there's a frame ready-made RC cells. It's authentic. It's $17. You bought the clone because you like the look of it, but you didn't want to pay the price of the innovator. And that's a problem. Um, that's, that's a serious problem that, that that's basically, and I'll tell you straight out what it is. It's greed. It's straight out greed. It's I want, but I don't want to pay for it. I want what the innovator came up with, but I don't want, I don't want to pay him for it. I'd rather pay some, a thief less. That's just um, humans. Well, and that's, that's why my heart isn't really in this industry the way it was. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, the development, I'm doing it for me. Really, I'm not doing it for anybody else. I used to do it for everybody else, but now I'm just doing it for me just to do it because I miss it. But the truth is, is when it, um, when I, I see people getting ripped off all the time, the, the fact that, you know, on the back of, you know, the pepper box, it says patented, you know, hopefully to slow a few people down. You can see the internals are different. But, you know, if that doesn't slow people down or doesn't stop it, I'm out. I'm done. Like, see you later. I'm, I'm done with FPV altogether. No way. No, man. Um, and it's just because not, you, you can't. Elon Musk said it best when he um, blasted his Tesla Roadster into space. It's like, why what? did you do that? Why are you doing this? And Elon Musk said, because the future isn't here. I just, I can't, I would wake up and feel sad if I thought the future is what, what I see here on earth. The future is out there among the stars. And I just don't want to wake up and feel sad. And so I'm kind of the same way is that I don't want to walk into this. I don't want to go to work every day knowing that I, I, I'm, most of my time is spent, spent fighting clones or fakes or that kind of stuff. That's just not worth it to me. I'll find another industry, you know. Um, you want to be getting on and developing and, you know, moving well, forward. Right. Well, that's the thing. Is, clones all the time. Right. Well, that's the thing is I'm working my way into the commercial realm. I've got some commercial only products that FPV will never see because um, I'm not you, you just named them. Yeah. <laughs> So no, those, that's not what I, it's actually not what I named. So uh, I have other products that I said that are going into the professional realm that, that FPV hobby will never see because of that. Mm. Um, you know, granted I am redoing my hobby line as well, but I, there's a definite rift between the hobby and the professional line um, and professional is commercial use. Um, you know, these, these vehicles are, you know, seven to $200,000. Um, you know, it's so that's the thing is I'm getting into that. And I should say getting into that. I'm pretty well established in, in, in a few of those. So, you know, if FPV doesn't appreciate what I do, I'm out. Bye. I'm done. See you. Don't go, um, please. Well, that's the thing is if my heart's not in it, I don't want to wake up depressed. No. I don't want to wake up and go to work and feel like, oh, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Um, at that point, you know, uh, it's just not worth it. You know, I've, uh, you know, the truth is, is I'm 
personal debt free. I own my own home. I, I mean, my grand, my car is 12 years old. My home is only two bedroom, but on the other hand, I don't have any debt that I have to pay off so I can live on a menial salary yeah. uh, comfortably. So it, my happiness is worth more. It's, it's, it's worth, it's worth more than going in and fighting this kind of stuff. And, and that's what one of the problems with, with uh, FPV originally FPV, when I first started, it was all do it yourselfers. Um, there weren't products really made for FPV. You couldn't just go buy it. Um, you had to build it. And so it was a community of people that really wanted to help each other. And it was awesome because the, my business started because people were drinking through a fire hose and they went, I don't want to build the antenna. I just don't have time or, and I feel I do it wrong. I have so many other things I have to build. Will you build that for me? Well, sure I would, you know? And so for those who didn't want to build their own, they would buy from me. Uh, and that's kind of, was the start of the business. And then as things grew, um, you know, we got, you got FPV specific products because people like me who were developing stuff and I'm not the only one, there are plenty of them went and said, you know, I can make a business out of this. So several people did. And thus the FPV revolution took off because these innovators figured out a way to manufacture these things. Um, and it turned and went from do it yourself to you can buy it and install it. And the unfortunate side is, is the do it yourselfer is largely gone. Um, and that's one of the biggest problems I have is that the boom in FPV um, and mini quads and all that kind of stuff has pushed the do-it-yourselfer um, away. Uh, we as a community do not embrace the do-it-yourselfers like we used to, and that's very unfortunate. Um, I'm still a do-it-yourselfer at heart. Uh, I guess it's kind of obvious. But, um, you know, I'd rather somebody build an antenna for my tutorials than buy one from me. Because the satisfaction you get from doing it right and, and seeing it in your goggles when you go and fly, it, it, there's a pride. Yes, I built this. Um, and I wouldn't want to deny that to anybody. I would, I would I'd want everybody to experience that. Um, so, you know, that's what the tutorials are out there for. And they, they work. That stuff still works. Uh, the truth is, as I was talking earlier about the switchblade antenna, I intend to open source it. So the cap that goes on your rubber ducky dipole that turns it circular, it'll be open sourced. But it comes with a caveat. It's patented. In other words, do it yourself all you want. I am I'm giving an open source, open, non-modifiable license. In other words, if you made it yourself, you're, you're free to make as many as you want. And if you want to give them away to your buddies, no problem. You know, uh, that's technically not allowed by that license, but I'm, I'll let that slide. I don't, I, that's okay. If you want to make a couple for your buddies or whatever, that that's absolutely fine with me. Um, but you're not okay to sell it. You can make it, and believe it or not, in the do-it-yourself tutorial, I uh, it's it's literally made from hot glue, paper clips, a piece of electrical tape, and pink styrene foam that was drilled out with a hole saw. Hmm. It's it's pretty funny when you look at it. I, I, I honestly, and in the tu the tutorial was shot over a month ago. Um, I'm just waiting for the um, finalized patent um, to release it. Um, but what's, what happens is you take a, a hole saw, you drill through a piece of styrene foam, and it, it's a perfect plug. For, it's the right diameter that fits over the, the dipole and the uh, it's the right spacing for the elements. So you take hot, you cut up a, a paper clip into the right lengths, and you glue it onto this piece of styrene foam, and you wrap an electrical tape to pr protect it, and it turns it circular. 
Hmm. Uh, now, mind you, you have to take apart the dipole to know where the actual that the whip antenna to know where the element actually is inside that. Yeah, so but they they all come apart. They just pull right apart. So you pull it apart, and you slide your sleeve down so it's lined up, and then you just put the cap right back on the antenna. Now you have a circular antenna, and that's going to be open opened up to the public here shortly. Um, so, um, which I, I don't know what people are going to make of it. They might go, "Wow, that's ridiculous," or "Wow, that's really cool." But um, if you're a newbie and you've like ripped through all your money, that's something to just right. get, get you by. Well, that's that's just it. I I don't have to. If you're broke, if you don't have the money to buy, then build. Right. Please, just don't buy a clone. <laughs> there's look, there's there's plenty of authentic products out there that you can afford that aren't clones. And when it comes to the antennas, I got published tutorials. Just build them. And if you have a pro, if you have a hard time with it, call me. You know, you send me an email or something. I've been known to send out parts for people to build their own. You know, people go, well, you know, I just, I don't know that I could get it right. So I just send him a kit. I just make up a kit and mail it to him. I don't even mm. charge him for it. Um, I, I do it yourself or is just okay with me. Uh, and you'll find that most people, uh, most innovators in the industry feel very similar to the way I do. Um, so that's just, that's just, that's the level. That's why clones bug me as much as they do. It's because it it's, it's truly greed. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's yeah. greed on the part of the the person who made the clone. Yeah, and it, it's greed on the person who bought it, and that's all it is. Because basically, we understand this is a hobby. Um, this is not life or death. Um, it's by your disposable income. And I remember talking to Trappy years ago about you know developing this stuff. I'm like, man, it's going to turn into a money pit. He's like, what do you think the definition of hobby is? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's just, it's just the nature of it. Um, the truth is, is I, I haven't built, um, I haven't built a quad in, I guess the last one I built was two years ago. Um, mainly because I really can't afford it. I can't afford to build another one. Um, I've built two airplanes. Um, now granted those were later released under the VAS line, but I, can't afford it mainly because I was trying to pay off my house very aggressively. Um, and also, you know, I just, I mentioned earlier the $14,000 I put into prototyping. Um, you know, it's playing catch up, uh, with that. So, um, now that now once I'm done prototyping, I'll probably, uh, buy another quad frame and build one up. But you know, my TBS vendetta still flies. So does my little tweaker. So I don't need another one, but, um, I'll probably build one anyway. But, but yeah, you can buy directly from you, can't you? No, no. And um, oh. the reason re there's you a reason why do you don't. That, didn't you? Well, I did, and it basically sucked the soul out of me. Anybody who sells direct, um, I feel bad for, mainly because it's it's very very difficult to do. It, it's not something that's simple. I mean, uh, I was. I was coming home because I was working full time when I, when I sold direct, I was working full time and I would come home. I would build antennas, answer emails about why didn't it ship yet? Um, you know, and both, that was most of it. When will it ship? Did it ship yet? It's like you placed the order 10 minutes ago. What the heck? <laughs> so I was spending about half well, the time me. building, half the time 
about as much time as I spent building is much time I spent, you know, just telling people when something would ship. And then I had to physically box it up and you know, package it and create the shipping label and all that crap. It's just a pain in the butt. I hated it. I absolutely hated monkeys. it. Train um, monkeys. I've got one. You right, Ty? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Dude, that that's the thing. <laughs> On top of that, a vendor, it, it's kind of disrespectful to a vendor when you're going to sell direct. Um, when you're selling through vendors, as I started picking up vendors, um, I was like, you know, I'm, I hated selling direct anyway. And um, what I was finding is they would go to a vendor to buy it. And if the vendor didn't have it, they'd buy it from me, which the only reason the vendor didn't have it is because I wasn't done building their, their last order. And mm -hmm. then they buy it direct from me and I have, and they expect it to be shipped immediately. Um, I'm like, oh, so I just shut down this. As soon as that started happening, I just shut down the, the purchase ability on the website like that, because I realized I was getting further behind because of it. And, um, and, and it was better just to sell through a vendor and let them deal with that hassle. Um, and, and, and when you're, when you're doing that, you're, it's also kind of snubbing your vendors, you know, when you, when you will sell direct behind them. And, and at least that's how I feel. Now, most manufacturers do that. Um, most manufacturers of equipment will sell direct. Um, I just, I don't want to, I don't like it. Uh, I don't want to deal with it. And like I said, to my vendors, it's, it's kind of, I, I feel it's very disrespectful. Um, on the other hand, I do have another company that will sell direct. And the other company is the FPV WRA, uh, FPV Wing Racing Association. And the only reason we're going to sell direct is so I can fund it. It's a nonprofit organization that I've sunk $17,000 into it to date. It's a nonprofit organization to race airplanes, FPV airplanes. Um, and so to try to recover some of that, I will sell airplanes and stuff, uh, direct. But the other reason to sell direct through that is to stop cheating because I open sourced an airplane called the, the spec wing and I open sourced it, published the plans. Even my CNC machine code is out there and, uh, right wing RC decided to cheat the spec to make theirs better, which is not the spirit of spec. The spirit of spec is everybody has the same aircraft and it's all pilot skill and it's cheap. It's supposed to be all inexpensive stuff. Well, he cheated the spec and inflated his price. So now whenever we get the site up and running, which should be here in a little bit, uh, maybe a month or two, you can't buy a spec wing from anybody but the FPV WRA because that comes in and then we're going to unbox them, measure them and verify that it's not cheating. Mm. You know, because cheaters do not make a sport fun for anybody. So we have to get rid of the cheaters. So that's we can have that. numbers and everything. Well, what we're going to do is each 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 airplane, once it's verified, will have a, a sticker in it that says it's a spec class approved. So mm -hmm. if you're at a race, uh, an FPV WRA race, and yours doesn't have that sticker on it, then we know you didn't get it from us. Now, granted, the ones that are out there, I know who bought the current spec wings. I I, I can identify them pretty easily. Um, and they'll, we'll, I'll just give them a sticker cause they already, they don't have to buy another airplane. They, they, they got it. But that's the thing is that's how we're going to check that somebody isn't cheating. Um, and that's one of the, and so that's the other reason to sell direct is because though that airplane is open source, you cannot buy it from anybody else because they, they're the first person to make the, to make the, uh, to go off of that spec cheated. The very mm -hmm. first one cheated it. Um, and I called him out on it too, because two others followed him trying to make, try to cheat the spec. And I called them out publicly. 
all three of them, like all of you are trying to cheat this. You built exactly what I built, exactly what I published. I even give you my G code to my CNC machine. For goodness sake, make it how it is. Um, so to, to eliminate cheating, we're going to be selling direct in the future. So uh, it's really sad that you have to do that. But, um, you know, the deal is uh, when a vendor says, hey, they're winning on my spec wing. Well, it's because you cheated the spec. It's faster than everybody else's because you shaved the airfoil. You know, you mm. changed the sweep. You changed the dimensions of the airplane. It's no longer a spec class. Mm. So um, that's that's one of the biggest uh that that so we will be selling that airplane direct as much as I don't want to to save the sport of wing racing because everybody loves spec everybody walks away from a race with big bright smiles on their face uh, they win lose draw they don't care it's always a great race uh, it's always really competitive very very close um, and if I allow cheaters in it'll ruin that it'll ruin the fun for everybody and collapse the sport right with it so um, it's kind of the thing I got to do. As much as I don't like it, so. Can you talk about your um other bits and bobs you're doing with wings? You know the pow pow shoot him down stuff. Oh, the laser combat system. Mm. Um, I'll reveal why it's not available. There's a patent troll that I have to deal with. So, um, there was a system about five years ago, and I have it in a box over here somewhere. I opened it up for the first time. Um. I guess about a week ago, two weeks ago, um, from a company called EMR Labs that got a warning, very stern warning that they would be sued if they pursued their combat system. And their combat system, I bought from them because I wanted to do combat. And I didn't get all the parts because they hadn't finished it yet. The, 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 the system was never finished. Um, but if you look on Stone Blue Airlines channel, on the very early... Uh, one of his very early videos was us testing this on the bench. Frankly, you know, <laughs> zero um, link. This is like five or six years ago, um, but you can see that it was there. Um, but I was never able to get a system because they were threatened with an attorney of you're going to get sued if you do this. So my intent. So I went through the patent database, went through the entire thing after I developed. By the way, I did, I never knew that reason. I just, they just disappeared and I really wanted to do combat. So I'm like, well, if we're going to do combat, I'm going to develop it myself. Mm -hmm. So I did. And then when I put it out for order, so I know how many boards and stuff to order um, and make, I got a, I got a response back about what happened to EMR labs. So what I've done is I've gone to that patent and I've looked at it and EMR labs was not violating it, but because they have no protection at all against it, he could claim you're violating my patent because they have nothing to protect themselves. They went, okay, we're done here. And they dropped it, mm. which is utterly ridiculous because they were not in violation of any of those patents. I looked now, mind you, they had some really cool stuff. EMR labs had a coded shot. You could shoot missiles, rockets, or bullets, depending on what radio, but they did a force fly joystick. It was freaking awesome. So it would actually shoot out a code that would tell the person who got hit what was shot, mm. um, which is really kind of cool when you think about it, you know? Um, and it would shake the airplane um, according to what hit you. And it was, it was absolutely phenomenal. I really, really liked it. Um, 
but it never was finished because of that. So what I've done and hopefully uh, my counterpart, Hardik Patel, is finished writing his portion of the patent. I, I wrote my part and sent it to him to finish. Um, we're going to submit it. Um, and then once we get it back, we'll release the product. Because that way, when the patent troll goes, ha ha, you owe me. It's like, no, 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 we got an approved patent. You, you know, that we're clean. We're clear. So like, you can't touch us because our system is patented. And, we use, and, and, and to re we're actually going to use that troll's work as a reference. <laughs> in other words, when we turn our patent in, we're going to use this like similar, what they call similar art. So we're gonna, and I found, by the way, eight different laser tag systems that could be adapted to RC or FPV um, that I'm calling out and, and that I'll call out as uh, what they call prior art in the patent. So when a reviewer looks at it, they're going, okay, we, and they're looking at this prior art, making sure that my, my well, our work, mine and Hardik's work isn't in violation of any of these other patents. So, um, so it protects us from the patent troll. And also on the, on the flip side, it keeps somebody from going, oh, I can make that cheaper. Thanks for your 16 months worth of work, hmm. which is what it took, by the way. Um, thanks for your 16 months worth, worth of hard work. I'm just going to copy it. That's not So we're not going to allow that to happen um, because we'll be able to go right after anybody that does that. Uh, the good thing is uh, the the price on it's going to be forty dollars US retail. Um, we're going to keep That's it fun. inexpensive because it takes two to tangle. So yeah. we're not going to inflate the price through the roof. That's utterly ridiculous. Um, yes, it's a new cool technology, but I'd rather sell I'd rather sell you know fifty systems and make a dollar than sell one system and make fifty dollars. Doesn't you know. I'd rather sell a whole bunch of these so people can go out there and go and, and uh, play laser tag and shoot each other out of the sky because it's a hell of a lot of fun. Okay. It really is. And I take it to events and I demo it. Um, I took it to a ready-made RC FPV Fest. I took it to Flight Fest South. I took it to Stone Blue Airlines Flying Circus. And I had, well, I had four airplanes. I'm down to two because we uh, kind of had a mid-air collision with the last test <laughs> and it destroyed the the strata, the uh, the strict strato surfers did not survive the hit. Um, but yeah, I would hand people transmitters and batteries to put in these airplanes. We go shoot each other out of the sky. Um, so I still, I'm still planning on taking these two events so people can do that. Um, but it won't be available for sale until, uh, we get our patent back. So, so is people in the chat are saying, <laughs> so. people in the chat are saying, is it easy to shoot each other out of the sky? What's the range and things like that? So it depends. So the, the issue is, is the, the modules daylight filtered. So you can still, it still works during the day, but the range is significantly shorter. And what we've done is we've incorporated on our latest revision, a, 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 a day and night switch. Um, so at day, it, it lets that gun run full power. And your range during the day is between 100 and 150 feet. And the reason we didn't, now granted, we could add more emitters on that, but the reason we don't want to make it shoot further is because try finding somebody more than 150 feet away in an FPV cam. Mm -hmm. That's hard to do. Okay, 50 meters is a long shot, and 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 an air, especially an airplane, becomes a sliver in the sky. You can't hit something you can't see. All right, that's the point. So at, during a day, it's between 100 to 150 feet. At night, if you leave the day night switch in daylight, that sucker will shoot about 700 feet. 
I mean, that's a long range shot. But mind you, the airplanes are lit up at night. So it makes it easier to find somebody because this is not really a daytime game. It never was meant to be because uh -huh. how many times have you tried to fly tandem with somebody and go, Hey, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Cause you can't find <laughs> each other. Yeah. Okay. But with a lit up aircraft, they stick out like a sore thumb. You can pick them out immediately. And as soon as you see the lights, you throw the trigger and all of a sudden the lights dim, letting you know you you're, you're landing your hits. Mm -hmm. So at night you get that instant feedback that yes, I'm making a hit. I can find my targets easily. And then the day-night switch, if you have it set to night, um, it goes to 250 feet range, which is still a really long shot. And yeah, it's pretty easy to make a, make a hit. So um, the way it works is there are two modes. There's battle and race. Battle mode, you have six seconds of damage. After being hit, when you're hit, the entire airplane will shake. Your motor will pulse at a really high speed. You're out of your motor. And there will be a buzzer on the airplane that'll alarm. And then there are lights on the airplane that'll go out. So there's indication to both the, the shooter and the person being shot that yes, you are being hit. Um, and by the way, the amount that it damages the airplane shakes the airplane is adjustable. There's a little adjustment on it. So if you have a, a, a slower, more docile airplane, you can turn that up and you could, so you can feel when you're getting hit. Um, or if you have a, a really reactive airplane, you could turn it down. Um, and then after, um, two and a half seconds of getting hit, I take the plane out of trim. I take a servo and take it out of trim. So you'll roll or dive or climb or something like that. So you know you're flying a wounded bird. Everybody who's flown knows when their bird's wounded. They're like, oh, like it starts to, it, it's still perfectly controllable, but it's like, oh boy, I'm hit. So it's simulating World War II dogfighting combat. You know, when those airplanes got shot up, they didn't fly right. You know, mm. you knew you were being hit. So that's what it's simulating. And then after another three and a half seconds of being hit, uh, I pulse the motor slowly. I pulse the lights. Um, I take your gun away. And after 10 seconds of that, power comes back on. You're fully ready to go, fully healed, back in, back in action again. So it's it's meant to be played. At, and that's So at night, you're typically going to be playing battle mode. Now, granted, you can play race mode. But race mode is because the easiest way to find somebody is to put them on a racetrack. During mm -hmm. the day, when are you going to see somebody? When they're racing against you. Yeah. So now FPV racing meets Mario Kart. Mm -hmm. You know. So now the thing is, is it's not six seconds you have to land the shot. It's three quarters of a second. Once you land the shot for three quarters of a second, their motor pulses. Okay. Their gun goes away. And there's for six seconds. That's all you, six seconds. That gives you enough time to, because their motor is, is being pulsed. So basically giving 50% power. So they have plenty of power to fly, but you have full power. So you can get in front of them, but you got to get far enough ahead of them. That, because <laughs> as soon as that motor starts pulsing, their gun is coming right on. And guess who they're going to be shooting? You. So that's, so we're, we're making, but it doesn't take control in race mode. We don't take control of the airplane. The only thing we do is pulse the motor and, 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 and shut down the gun. Yeah. So, um, so you can do that at night, you know, the lights will still go out, you know, um, a buzzer will still alarm, you know, you'll still get that, but I think it's more fun to actually have to like physically stay on target and shoot them, mm. you know, instead of just getting a lucky pot shot. Uh, as you can see, I've played this a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, MF Boom said uh, OSD notifications. I think you did that, didn't you? No. Okay. So, um, How about a vibrating jacket or something. The uh, <laughs> here's here's what happened with the OSD. Not, so, not not for pleasure, Tony. 
Well, the problem with the OSD is originally I partnered up with Range Video to develop this. And when I got it working, I realized something. Range Video put nothing into it. They just let me develop it. And I'm like, hey, guys, you know, why don't you work on the OSD? I'm going to give you my somewhat working code. It wasn't fully working, but it was I got the game to play and it just it had it was really, really buggy. And mm -hmm. I sent it to range video and nothing happened. I'm like, guys, what's going on? You've got the basic code coded in, get it into it because their OSD, their RVOSD is all coded on one chip. So they were going to put my code on top of it and mm -hmm. they never did it. And I'm like, what's going on? Well, we're trying to make it work. Well, I heard back from them, you know, a while ago and I'm like, okay, like, yeah, we, we've got, we got the OSD working. Okay. So, so I said, what's the cost? He said, it costs us about a hundred bucks. I'm like what? It's like, oh yeah, it's about a hundred dollars. I'm like, no, that's too expensive. Because if it's a hundred dollars for you, that means it's two hundred dollars retail. Nobody's going to buy that. It's like, oh yeah, people will buy it. There'll be a few people buy it. It's like, no, 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 no. That's too expensive. That's that's that that that's an elitist thing. This is a toy. This is not an elitist product. This is a toy for everybody. Um, and so we kind of split ways. And I said, you know, I'm just going to release the version that I have. And um, as far as OSD integration, maybe that'll come later, but that's going to push the cost up because now you need more components. Um, a lot of people wanted a radar to find other targets in the sky. Well, that's great, but now you need a GPS on there. That's even more cost. Yeah. Um, you know, and because you're trying to calculate where they are and put it on the screen, that's a higher development cost. And I have a, I need a bigger processor to process in, process that information. Hmm. The cost is going up. I want this to be cheap. So I'm going to release this as cheaply as possible, and then I'll work on the OSD integration. Yeah. Then just, I'll work on the radar system. Yeah. Micro so min OSD. Like, right. You know. It'll be backwards compatible. Those are will be upgraded versions. It'll still work with this. They'll mm. all have the same functionality. Can um, any the of this be put on quads? What's that? Can any of the um, this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It quads, works for yeah. quads. It works for quads. But the thing is, I'm, I'm making a PWM. Uh, because that's what airplanes work on. I'll do PPM later. The reason I'm doing it for airplanes is one, I, I like airplanes a lot more. I'm a fixed wing pilot. Um, yeah. And dogfighting really is a fixed wing sport because yeah. quads don't fly very long. They fly for <laughs> two and a half to four minutes. Okay. And if you want to go out there and have an aerial battle, two and a half to four minutes is not long enough. You no. need a long time in flight. Airplanes in com uh, my combat airplanes fly for 10 to 12 minutes full throttle. Okay. Well, so you start um, pulsing the motors, and, and it doesn't have as much of a glide slope as a wing. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, well, you pulse it, and it'll start shaking. You get a different feedback. But if you want to put it on a quad, you can. You just have to use PWM. Yeah. I know everybody's on the S-Bus kick right now, so guess what? It protects me, because anybody who wants to steal this would then have to program it for yeah. S-Bus and figure out how to do it. And yeah. I'm not publishing my code. So it's going to make it a, a monstrously uphill battle. But if you're not running a race quad, you know, something meant to do, if you're doing something like meant to do combat, like a long range, like long range quad, those controls aren't going to be laggy. You know, it doesn't need to be that instantaneous response. So it works. And mm -hmm. you should be using a long range quad with a longer flight time anyway. So um, I'm going to do uh, P uh, PPM and SBUS later. But right now I'm using a PWM, the old classic, because it was really meant for airplanes. 
Um, will it work for quads? Yeah. I mean, all the controls are, it's going to do the same thing. I mean, granted, my pulse of motor, the quad will kind of bop up and down a little bit, which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Tony will um, just think it's his race fight tune. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, is these aren't, the combat isn't meant to be done with race quads, except on a race track. Mm. Well, if you're doing a race track, a battle race, well, guess what? That's what I'm doing the S bus for. But don't worry, PWM, everybody's got the same handicap. Honestly, I don't see how anybody is going to notice uh, seven milliseconds of latency between PWM and S bus. But um, I know some claim they can. I, I personally can't. Um, me, my latency detection is about 28 to 29 milliseconds. So I don't see where seven is going to be an issue. But, you know, I'll get to it eventually. Um, just going to be a bit. Yeah. That so. sounds like a lot of fun. It is. It is. And, and, and honestly, um, it's, it truly is an airplane game. It really is. Yeah. And the reason, the reason it is, is just because of the, it's World War II combat, you know, like just dogfighting, shooting each other down. Um, you know, we will do racing. We will do racing and quad version, all that kind of stuff, um, which is awesome. I think quad racing needs a, needs, a, needs that kind of thing. I think they need a battle in quad racing. Uh, for two reasons. One, I, I see a lot of quad racers that are entirely too serious. This is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a hobby. <laughs> Seriously, chill. Yeah, look at um, Tony's face. He means business. And then, but, and then, can you imagine how many more people would get into quad racing if they could shoot their other, the other thing out of the sky? Well, I, I might not be the fastest racer, but I'm, I'm good at shooting, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Mario Kart is what it is. So, uh, but that's my vision of quad racing. Um, and that'll get me back. Like, I don't race quads. I'm, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm the guy that kind of the roadblock that's in everybody's way. I'm not, I'm, you know, I used to be good, but today's pilots are way better than I'll ever be. But if I can shoot, you know, if I can shoot somebody down, well, maybe I can race again. If, if only to shoot people out of my way, <laughs> you know, I might not be able to race, but I can shoot them out of my way. Mm -hmm. That's it. <laughs> so that's where should people uh, check out for updates on this? Frank. Yeah. I don't know why. You're crackly. It's gone robotic. Well, no, yeah, not really. Fine just... Try again? Um, just where should people uh, look for updates on, on this? Because everyone's going to want them now. Okay. Well, okay. Updates. I'm looking around. Shoot, shoot. Oh, my God. He just leaves it lying around. Well, ah, crap. I think I took it back to the shop. <laughs> I did. I, I took... I, um... I've got one installed in the wreckage of the of the Strato Surfers, but it's a thirty by thirty board, so it's the same as a microcontrol, uh, same as a flight controller, so bolt right on top of it. Um, we it's actually developed, it's ready. We just got to get the legal protection in place, you know. Because here's what: if we release this without a patent on it, it will never come. It, it, it that'll be the end of it. We're gonna get sued. You know, and and then we can't defend it because we have no legal protection, and it'll never happen. We have to wait for the U.S. legal system. Yeah, it sucks. It's costing me a small fortune to do it. It's not a cheap no. thing to do. No, but it, it it's it's a necessary evil. Mm. Um, um, and that's what really really stinks. Um, uh, is because because I I I I'll put you like this: the troll, the patent troll. Um, his his system was written in two thousand four. Um, when your aircraft, it's, it's for gas airplanes only. And when your aircraft is shot, it, 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 it ejects a parachuter out of the airplane. 
is what it does. Okay? That's <laughs> what it does. the same then. Yeah, very different. I mean, mine's modifying the controls. I've got the, the audio visual displays. I, I actually shake the airplane. I pulse the motor, uh, progressive damage, battle and race mode switch, adjustable rates, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's basically, it's, it's a completely different game. Um, but I have to prove that. And rather than uh, attempt to defend this in a court of law, it's much e it's much easier and faster. Well, not only faster, but it's cheaper and easier to have my own patent. And when they when he goes, I'm going to sue you. Just have my attorney said, this is patented. You know. Now, granted, that letter will cost five hundred dollars because attorneys are freaking expensive <laughs> in this country. But that's the end of it. We can keep producing it, and mm -hmm. you guys will actually have the product. But if you release it, if I release it before yeah. that, it, okay. it, it dies. The, the so project we'll just, dies. Uh, keep an eye on the shops and, and wait for it to turn out there yeah. then. Mm. Well, Flight Test, Flight Test has actually um, developed a combat system as well. And they were developing it alongside me without either of us knowing that the <laughs> other one was developing it. Which, so Josh Bixler, when I told them I was bringing this to Flight, Flight Test South and I made a big production of it, like, you'll be able to fight with this at Flight Test South. And we did. Josh Bixler very quietly sent me a message. He said, hey, we've been developing a very similar system ourselves. And I said, I don't want you to take this the wrong way because we had no knowledge of yours. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Hey, let's, let's, why don't, here, I'll send you my board. You send me yours and let's make sure they're compatible so that we have one universal standard that we can, we can fly combat with. And he said, well, I'll have to ask the developer. And the developer was not willing to do that. He wasn't willing to give that up, even though he knew that I was ahead of him and I actually had, had gone further along in development. He just didn't want to release what he had. Mm. And um, inevitably, I found out that yet by looking at their episode that their system is compatible with ours by default. It, it There's plays a little bit differently, of course, because they, they're doing a little bit differently with it. But you can buy the flight test system when it comes out, and it will absolutely work with ours. So it doesn't matter which one you buy, just how it plays. However... We haven't seen flight tests come out. And I think that's because of the patent issue. Because when I learned about it, I told them, I was like, guys, you need to know about this because I don't want you to get sued. I don't want this to happen to you. No. So I told them I'm going to write a patent. And when I submit it, you know, I told them like, I will give them an open license for it. In other words, I'll license theirs under my patent. And I'm not, I don't, I don't want anything for it because I, I like flight tests. I like what they're doing. They're not trying to, copy they came up with something authentic and i have the ability to protect them so i'm going to do that so oh. i think i think what they're doing is waiting for that before they release theirs um they probably are going to do a little bit more development behind it but um my intent is to anybody who's developed this laser tag um independently it's got to be similar enough to mine that i can that my patent will hold up to defend theirs. So once I get this out, I'll have to, there will have to be a discussion with flight tests about what they have to put in their system to mean, to make sure that I can defend them, which is really strange. I mean, it's kind of mm. strange, but I, I, like I said, I like what flight test does. I want to support them. I, I want to see them survive and I want to see everybody doing. Well, they're, they're surviving, man. They're building their <laughs> utopia. Well, but that's the thing is, they does they earned that right yeah i think we all agree they earned that well if they come out with this laser tag system and they get sued for it it's gone their system is totally gone yeah 
I don't necessarily need to be the only one with this. I want flight tests to have their own. If they want their own, they disagree on some of the, what, what my system does. They disagree with a lot of it. Uh, they, they feel that, you know, having the vehicle shake or taking it out of trim is a, a safety issue. I don't because I've done this a dozen times. I've done combat. I, I've done many, many rounds of combat. It is not a safety issue. They haven't. So they don't know. Mm. You know, they did that one test where they were like this far apart. And they're like three feet apart before they finally got a hit. And it shut down the motor. Now I can tell you shutting down the motor is a safety issue yeah. because mine originally did that. You Because what happens if the plane stalls, it's now out of control. Mm. You need to keep them with power. That's why I pulse the motor. I don't shut it off. So I have a lot more experience. Love. <laughs> right. So what they think is a safety issue isn't to me yeah. at least. What, but they, what their system does is a safety issue to me because mm. I did it before and it was not very good. <laughs> um, right. A few things because we're pretty much out of time. Um, thank you. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. You've been joined by Alex. Your cue to say bye or hi. I don't know if he's frozen or not. Is he still here? No, he's still here. Alex, <laughs> Alex I'm still say here. goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Take care. Thank you. Um, th- thank you so much for coming on. Uh, you've been joined by Tony. Bonjour again. He's a bit tired today because he's done a five-mile run. He's trying to get sexy for the ladies. Or, <laughs> or Gary Kent. Who knows? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew slash Frank, who sounds really lovely now. Good night. You you need to you need to thank Tony for the, the ah, yes. thank you power. Tony for the phantom power injector. Yeah. Like, oh, you now, got it. Yeah, man. That's what good. I'm currently speaking through. Yeah. yeah. Um, great show, guys. Thank you very much. I want to thank everyone who listened. Well, thank the. Patrons. Yep. Uh, thanks, everyone. Thumbs up. Thank you, the editor. If you're listening to this, sorry, I tried to make it as easy as I could. Please uh, like, subscribe review on all the things share yeah uh, rate us on on leave feedback on itunes <laughs> um uh do you want to read some names out tony <laughs> we I, had to, I like, think we should um there's been quite a few people saying zero should win something from uh alex so right. send me your address on facebook zero please do i'll send i'll send you a care package yep cool sweet and uh, we will-